Levitate the Pentagon, the seventh release from the Minneapolis group Deleter, is a concept album based loosely on generations of comic book lore, interweaved with social political commentary on the history of Western culture's role in the world today. With nods to Alan Moore's Watchmen, the world's greatest detective, Marvel's cosmic universe, the atomic age of comics, and more, Deleter weaves narratives, meanings, and connections between a fantasy world and the reality of today. Whether it's themes set to spooky, reverb-laden pulses, or to fiery post-punk blasts, Levitate the Pentagon is a refreshing take on, as well as a dour view of, the state of the world seen through a comic book landscape. Fans of forward-thinking punk music and forward-thinking comics can pick up Levitate the Pentagon from Deleter August 24th, 2018 through their Bandcamp, deleter.bandcamp.com or 25diamonds.com. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes a friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange, a comic book discussion podcast where we take a topic for about an hour, hash it out, and uh, chat with you guys. I am Sal. And I'm Joel. Uh, Joel, what was your first car, if there was such a thing? Mmm, what is it? My mother's minivan that I drove around. That was my first one that she sold to me for $200. Nice minivan. Hey. Mm. So, and did you, here's a question. Did you ever move from the larger car to a smaller car, did you go like, no, I'm too comfortable with all this room. I got to get the minivan. I got to stick with the minivan. That That is the problem for me because I started with a big vehicle and because my dad, you know, worked in the trades and he always had a pickup truck. He always had a four by four. It always felt really weird when I did get into a car because I felt super low to the ground. And now I am just a total SUV guy, big vehicle guy. And I live in the sticks in Canada. So everyone drives that anyway. You feel weird if you do have a car. Right. That makes sense. Uh, my first car was a uh, a Lincoln Continental because my dad nice. is Italian. And nice. He had friends in the automotive industry, or rather in the dealership industry. And so he hooked me up with like probably the cheapest car he could get that <laughs> still matched his aesthetic. Um, and uh, I crashed that car about six months after getting my license, and I had no Damn. car for like a year or two. <laughs> uh, eventually, I did wind up purchasing a car. Uh, it was a... I want to say it was a uh, Grand Marquis. Mm. Again, another stupid boat of a car <laughs> that my dad needed me to have. And it was just very like, and eventually I'm like, I got to get into something that's going to be more stable. My mom was more SUV oriented. And so right. I went, with, uh, I went uh, once I, I purchased a uh, her Jeep and I was like, this mm. is the way to go from now on. My mother also had a Jeep, there which she also crashed. Interestingly, that was the, my first and only car accident was when my mom flipped that Jeep on yeah. black ice one day. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. It was fine. Uh, but yeah, we, we had our seatbelts on. We were good. <laughs> but like when you drove your minivan, were you did you feel like it was an extension of your identity where you're like, yeah, I'm Joel and I'm ident- I, I drive the minivan. That's me. You know, no, it was very much a from point A to point B thing. I've never been a car guy in real life, which is funny because I care a lot about fictional vehicles. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's funny. I don't I never I was never a car guy. I never cared about cars. Uh, so when I got one, I'm like, sweet, something that I can use that will get me to the things I want to do faster. That's exactly. it. 
Um, but uh, but the the Lincoln Continental was it was stark white, and everybody called it the White Whale, and that was what we uh, it was what we called it. And like I, I don't know if it was really an extension, but I certainly tried to make it part of my identity. I tried to like model it in some way to be like an extension mm-hmm. of me. Um, so it too is with the Batmobile. Batman yes. is all about the branding. And of course, that would extend to his car. Mm-hmm. So. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the best Batmobiles in Batman's history. And oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about them in the, through the lens of our own personal tastes, our own aesthetics. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see if that actually you know, informed it a little bit about our first cars and see if there's any parallels. I, I doubt it. but uh, it's, it's an interesting thesis. I do think uh, you can tell a lot about a person, especially a nerd, by what Batmobiles they really like and which ones they don't like. I agree. And I don't know about you, but certainly for me, uh, my interests, my tastes, my favorite Batmobiles have evolved, like the Batmobile itself over time. Likewise. My favorite Batmobile when it started out, I don't know if you even cared what it was, but uh, I do have a couple of favorites now. Mm-hmm. Um, and they grew and, showed, and changed over time. Um, before we jump into our favorite Batmobiles and some of maybe hopefully our least favorite Batmobiles, I wanted to address a couple of super chats. The first of which is from Mr. Giggles, who says, "Hey guys, Ziva Soda sucks. Code Zero for life." <laughs> Begun the Cola Wars. Have I'll, I'll crack mine in a little bit. It's nice and nice and cool. The condensation is dripping off of the side. I have a nice mm. cold refrigerator here at the studio. Sweet. Uh, and the terror of death. Jumping into the car chat, my first car was my dad's old 71 Malibu. He gave it to me as a birthday gift. Ah, oh, sweet. Terror of death. Uh, a 71 Malibu is certainly a better gift than a Lincoln Continental from, I want to say, 1991. Um, uh, again, li- living in the Canadian North, there was a lot of El Caminos in my high school parking lot. I believe it. Uh, Will I Am Golden also saying, can't watch, but I love you guys. And the best mob- Batmobile is the Batman, the AMS, and the Batman Season 2 cartoon. Mm. Fair enough. It's hard to deny. Thanks for dropping in, and thank you for your contributions, Will I Am Golden. We'll see you guys in, the, we'll see you in the rebroadcasting of this episode. Yeah. So yeah, uh, man, bunch of, uh, bunch of cool cars. I guess we should just talk about a couple that, like, just out of the, out of the way. I'm not gonna necessarily talk about some of the video game cars. I know that we use for this thumbnail. Right. The Arkham City car, because they were so in on that stupid, horrible, frustrating car. Boy, were they. What a, what a monkey's palm situation that was, where it's like, I would really like to be able to drive the Batmobile in one of these games. Okay, nothing but Batmobile for the third game? No, no, I just wanted, like, a segment of it, maybe. Maybe drive it around from point A to point B. Okay, terror Riddler puzzles <laughs> built around the Batmobile. You fucking got it. You will never be without this thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. You will never win another Riddler trophy again because it's all going to be about this freaking car and its broken mechanics. That being said, looks kind of cool. It's a nice hodgepodge yeah. of the Nolan Batmobile and uh, and and I guess whatever people assume a Batmobile looks like. Mm, that's that's, uh, that's a fair. That always really struck me about the Batmobile when I was a kid. I always assumed when I first got into comics, which of course wasn't like the budding beginning of comics, comics have been around for 80 years or more, actually thousands of years if you talk about cave paintings and whatnot, but like when I first got into comics and I looked at my like current contemporary Batmobile, I'm like, well, what is the first Batmobile? Mm. What was like, what is the template from which all Batmobiles sprung? There really isn't a first Batmobile that's in any way well established or iconic. 
No, there's like the car that he drove very early on in the comics that was just a car. Yeah. And then there's the Adam West 60s one where it's like, well, let's 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 dress it up a little bit. Right. I want to say even like before the one that they kind of un- they kind of dusted off in the 90s with the fin on the top. Mm. They had like Bruce Wayne's sweet red ride. Yes. Which is just a red car. Yep. Like, how lazy can you get? <laughs> it's a midlife a crisis big, mobile. And anyone with, like, you want to talk about the world's greatest detective, like your greatest detection skills saying, like, well, uh, Bruce Wayne <laughs> drives a big, expensive red car. Yes, uh, he does. The same one with Batman's big, billowing cape shooting out the back. <laughs> that is pretty damn funny that Batman, no, I have to have a convertible Alfred. It has to be sick and sexy and red. Like, <laughs> what? Who That's really good. <laughs> That's really going to hurt him in wintertime in Gotham, which we know has harsh winters. No, it's true. I, I got to tell you, like, that, I think, is more the information of, a, of what Batman's Batmobiles will be until mm-hmm. finally some artist was like, I want to draw a cool car. Yeah. There's only two people, I think, or two. There's actually, I want to say that the movie people were more obsessed with Batman's car than the comic book people. Probably because they got to design a wicked car and they don't get to do that all the time. That's the thing. And I think it has to, it has to do with two schools of thought. The first of which is in the movies, they're like, I want to see a, I want to get that really rad visual and I have money to burn. And in the comics, it's like, oh, shit, do I really have to draw a car? <laughs> I, I think, too, you know, we also kind of see the evolution of Batman's Batmobile is just, well, I need to get to fight crime somewhere somehow and I can't fly like Superman and I can't grappling hook out in the sticks yeah. to the Batmobile is actually a part of my arsenal and it has guns and a computer inside and it turns into the bat pod and it does all this other stuff. Right. It has to be functional like anything on his arsenal. Like it has mm. to be basically like a mobile utility belt. Yes. Um, so what was, let me, let me make it a little more personal for you. What do you think your first Batmobile was? Probably. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I saw it in the comics before I saw it in the show. But again, probably Batman, the animated series, that very sleek, very neo noir, but also like neo pastish type of thing where yeah. it was all sleek and long and everything. And it looked old, but it was also new. Yes. Uh, just like the show itself, it was this beautiful hodgepodge of like mm. new current tech and old classic 40s aesthetic. Yeah, and it didn't look like anything else. I'd never seen anything like it. And I remember when I was a kid thinking to myself, like, this looks kind of (laughs) simple. You know, it's like, well, whatever. It's just it's it has the biggest engine in the world, maybe two seats. and Mm -hmm. And it has to have that blowtorch like it did in the movie. Yep. But then, like, the more and I, I thought about it, the more exposure I had to it, and particularly the more exposure I had to actual other Batmobiles. Yeah. The more I really, really appreciated that car. Because a lot of other ones overthink it. It's genius in its simplicity. That's right. It's so beautiful and so ingenious that I think for our anniversary, my wife got me the Batman the Animated Series Batmobile. Oh. Let me tell you something. Oh, lucky. I, I love this damn thing so much that I it killed me to bring it to the studio because then I couldn't look at it every day. <laughs> uh, but so check this out. It has It has light up functionality the inside oh shit like lights up headlights plus of course the 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 torch and the lights in the back it's such a beautiful car now that's a collectible and yeah exactly and then of course uh, it slides open and you got batman in there and i got nightwing in there too i don't have a robin figure 
Yeah, yeah, because okay, they're partners. They got to sit side by side. Exactly. You're not going to put Gordon chairs. in there. You got to have somebody else in the second chair. Uh, That's another great thing about the Batmobile. Who gets to ride in it has always been a big thing because Batman just doesn't let anyone ride in the Batmobile. No, but at the same time, he also like has to use it as like a as like a a police car. Like when he has <laughs> Harley or Joker or like any um any number of criminals that he needs to like transport, or when he uh, reluctantly teams up with them. Uh, oh yeah. I, I mean, I've seen Joker in the Batmobile probably more times than I've seen Two Face. Or it's true. He's there a lot. But uh, yeah, no, it's I love that car, and it's funny you're, you're you're talking about people who've sat in the car. Like I remember as a kid thinking that there's only one seat because you know, mm-hmm. it's Batman's car. But no, like it always at least has two seats. Yeah, and yeah, it's 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 usually it's funny how like you know for me I remember um, there was that Spider-Man Batman crossover where Batman yes. had like. The Batmobile from it was like an homage of the '40s mobile, where it had like mm. this weird bubble on the front and yeah. a fin on the top. And Very Adam a, West. For a while, he was driving that one, and I remember thinking, like, "What is this? Like, why is he driving this really, really old car?" <laughs> and it didn't occur to me because I wasn't a car guy, like, because cars from the '40s were freaking dope. Like, yeah, they <laughs> were. Classic cars are rad. They sure are, and only get radder with time. Yeah, and. Whenever they tried to make something of their own times, when they were like, yo, like, it's 1994, we're going to make a really baller-looking Batmobile. Mm-hmm. It never worked. No. Like, it never, it, it was it was distinct, but it was never cool. I cite, like, the one from, I want to say 94, but it might be 96, but it was just this Batmobile that I remember from the Norm Brayfogle days. Mm. Where it's just this, like, what the crap am I even looking at? It's overly <laughs> complicated. It's got, like, bubbles and fins, but it just doesn't make any damn sense. It looks like the car Homer designs for himself at his brother's factory. I want a horn here, here, and here. Whenever I need one, I can never find it. When you're out fighting crime, you can never find a horn when you're mad enough. That's right. It's just, it's, it's for me, one of the worst. One of the worst Batmobiles of all time. Yeah. Um, this is, by the way, one of the few images I could find of it that, like, actually, like, features it the rest of the time they were often like hiding it behind like like, Mm. odd shaped panels or batman being in front of it they're just looks almost alien yeah i I think they were just like trying desperately to be like i don't want to draw a car no so i'll draw something else that maybe looks like a car the chat reminded me of a good one you know what else had a sleek simple design uh the telltale batmobile where it looks basically like a very pointy lamborghini but also looks more like a bat it actually looks very aerodynamic yeah it does it it, it's for me it's one of the ones that looks the most like a car yes and it's also of course very heavily inspired by i think the nolan design yeah I like that one has stealth mode in it where he hits a button and it just becomes a regular rich guy car, which is red. Right. Which is red. What nice little homage there. And I I think it's cool. I think that works. Um, I only played the first like season of the game. Do you get to use that car in anything besides just like cutscenes? I want to say yes, you do. I want to say there's some stuff with it later on in season two, but I could be completely wrong. Season two is great, by the way. They do some like really next level stuff with the Joker. That's super unexpected. Ooh, that's cool. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't. Well, I have to jump into it because I have not finished it, nor have I played it, but I do own it. 
So yeah, it's all completed now. Um, really quick, I want to just jump into the super chats to address um, EDDzon, who says, "Always love your show, guys. I'm surprised the Batmobile doesn't oh. transform into the Hellbat armor yet." Oh, give it a chance, dude! Transformers, man. How is it Spider-Man has had like a mech before <laughs> Batman? I really want to see that. I mean, if had, anyone uh, would. Can you count the uh, the Jim Gordon Batman DCU suit? Uh, well, didn't he have a Batmobile, too, that was like a huge tank? Or didn't they, like, airdrop him from a helicopter or something? Yeah, they used to just drop it. Like, they used to just drop him in his RoboCop suit, like, from from high places. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a cool one. Yeah, geez, a transforming Batmobile. I like to imagine Tim or someone pitches that to him, and Bruce is like, get out of here with your anime shit. <laughs> Yeah, he's very Rob in that respect. It's just like, that's for kids. Get out of here. Not in this cave. We respect Western animation here. <laughs> uh, and the Terror of Death, the best Batmobile is the Hover Batmobile from Batman Beyond. It is the best Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Do not fight me. That's a pretty good Batmobile, too. resistance, but uh, yeah. It's, it's an evolution of the one that they had in Batman the Animated Series. And what I like, too, Bruce Wayne's generic car in that yeah. looked a lot like the Batmobile did. I like this idea that automotive technology eventually caught up to what the Batmobile was right. doing was in the future. a little behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that idea. I think I have a picture of the, uh, what was it, the Batman Beyond car. You don't mm-hmm. really see it too often. No, you don't. I don't think it caught on. It was also one of those things where it's like, why why does Terry need a car when he can fly? Right. And they never really adequately answered that, and I think the writers fought amongst themselves in the room as to why he needed it. I'm sure they did. It's cool, and it like flies, and one of the beautiful one of the one of the most iconic visuals from Batman Beyond is probably for me. Terry in the Batmobile, that like glowing yeah. red image, mm-hmm. uh, all that crazy, like nonsense circuitry and everything. That's pretty great. That's it, a solid image. The Batmobile from Batman Beyond, redundant, but so cool. I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what they said in the writer's room. It's like, why does he need it? Because it's freaking cool. That's why. Because maybe one day we'll make a toy of it. <laughs> mm, that too also. Did they ever do that? I don't think they oh, did. I'm, I'm sure they did. I know Batman Beyond had way less figures than Batman the Animated Series ever did. That's true. I feel like eventually the like renaissance of the Batman the Animated Series anime like a uh, figure people will catch mm. up to Beyond and then you'll see like all oh. kinds of crazy amazing like stuff. I'm sure they have to. I mean, you own basically every figure from that show, so That's true. Yeah, thanks to amazing members of our audience. It's it's just a shame that Batman Beyond's villains I don't think would make nearly as good figures. Ink and Curare <laughs> and and Light or Blight. Oh yeah, Blight, who was his arch nemesis, but was only like maybe in three episodes yeah, and then died. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, I actually really respect that. I'm like, yes, get rid of him. Like if yep. if, if he's up, outlived his usefulness, just kill him. Yep. Yeah, I think they, they kept. I think they wanted Ink to be his arch nemesis because, it, but like it, it never really. They never had enough of a personal angle for it to work. No, she was a corporate saboteur. They tried to make it personal. I do like later in the digital comics and the like extended whatever writers would honor the fact that it's like, well, Terry never beat Ink on his own. So Ink is arguably his arch nemesis. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Um, You know, what's funny. Apropos the Batman, the animated series mobile going back. One of the things that made me think I was going to absolutely love Tom King's run on Batman Mm. was the Rebirth Batmobile. 
Yeah, yeah, Finch designed, right? He yes. did a pretty good job. Straight up the animated series Batmobile, but yeah, with it was. more branding. Yeah, it was. Was it ever? It's and it, for me, it's one of the best ones in mm. the comics because it combines everything that you want plus a little bit of uh, of, of an homage. That battering ram, no pun intended, on the front. Mm. That bat battering ram on the front is a straight up reference to like the old. 50s yep. bubble Batmobile with the big bat on the front. Yep, and even Frank Miller and Jim Lee would do that version too, where it's like, what if the Batmobile had a little face on it? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Like, and what if? It would be cool. That's what if. Yeah, um, you, you you would run the other way if you were a criminal and saw that coming. Yeah, I'm sad that they ultimately destroyed the damn thing. Yeah, that was kind of funny where it's like, uh, Tom King, I agree, the Batmobile is part of his arsenal, and because it's part of its arsenal, we will now destroy it. <laughs> yep, this this very much defines the character, and now time to destroy it. Yep. Um, that is one of the one of the one of the more like sad but like earned moments is like when he destroys that. Like within the first couple of panels, I'm like, yep. oh, really like that that one. Yeah. Um, were there any Batmobiles? that you collected or that you had as a kid, like that you played. Oh God. Yes. Or as an adult, let's be honest. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest about us and our fan base. Yes, absolutely here. I, I, I got it up there, which was the exact one. Uh, Oh God, here, let me find it. I, I didn't have one from the 89 movie, which I would have liked. I didn't have one from the Burton era, but you bet I had the one with the blue light up and the even more stupid fins from the Schumacher movies. Oh, I'm pretty no. sure it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, Batman and Robin. You bet I had that one. No. So not the one with the fin from Batman Forever. Mm. You're talking about the one that looks like a toy, a even toy, in the movie. But it's yes. real. <laughs> Yes, the most toy-looking one. You hit the button, it made sounds, it lit up. I'm pretty sure the fins, the three of them actually moved, so yes. it was a pretty hype toy. Naturally, they clapped because you were clapping for how awesome this, this toy was. Like, mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. I mean, Looking fact, back on it now, how gaudy. It's, it, I mean, everything about the, no, the, uh, the, the Schumacher era of Batman was gaudy. Was, was, was just like, just a, I don't know. Just a painted whore of a, it, of a it, franchise. It, it was a toy commercial to which Schumacher even admits, look, you know, when they brought me on the project, they didn't say make art. They said make big two hour long toy commercials. And I did. Yeah. And I don't know why they're blame they're, they're mad at me for that. I delivered. Yeah, I did my job. Yeah. You know what? Burton made toys, too. And mm. also a penguin that vomited black blood. Yeah. Like. The, the, there is absolutely no reason for the Batmobile to split in half and then shoot a <laughs> missile version of itself down a narrow alleyway. <laughs> Especially if you need to, like, pull out 17 different panels of wires to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, that's another weird thing, too. The Batmobile and weapons. How much is too much? Because it seems like from that era onward, they just kept adding more and more weapons oh, to yeah. the Batmobile. Oh, I mean, I think it started with the 89 Batmobile, which... Mm. Arguably, well, it's definitely the inspiration for the animated series Batmobile and would inform. For me, I'll get to the weapons in a second, but for me, the 89 Batmobile was the time when people went, oh, the Batmobile is supposed to look like something. Yeah. Like, it should be cool. Mm -hmm. Because, God help me, like I, like I said, I didn't give a crap about Batmobiles. Same. That one was really cool. It destroyed a factory. Yes, it did. And that's the thing. Like, it had machine guns that popped out the front. 
and I don't think they shot rubber bullets. No. <laughs> I, I I hate guns, but I love putting them on my vehicle. Oh, he kills like hundreds of people with this thing. First, he shoots people and and uh, factories with his machine guns on this one. And then in Batman Returns, he mm-hmm. burns a man alive using the yep. torch that comes off the back. Which is also pretty sweet. It's closer to Mad Max than it is comic Batman. Yeah. Although I gotta say, like, everything kind of informs itself. Like, the right Batmobiles take a little bit of this and a little bit of that. It's like a mm-hmm. beautiful, it's like a beautiful wedding. Like, yeah. you got something borrowed and something, <laughs> well, maybe not blue, but definitely black. Um, something old, something new. Because the 89 Batmobile, I think, had to have been, like, they're like, you got to put that blowtorch in the back. And they're mm. like, whoa, 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 what blowtorch are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, well, the one from 1966 from the show. Don't you I remember? <laughs> like, what? Okay, uh, I guess. Recently, I had been saying to somebody, like, I think one of my favorite Batmobiles now as an adult is the 66 Batmobile. Mm, yeah, again, it's something that you have to grow to appreciate, and I think it really helps with us, with our job that we go around to so many conventions. We see this so much in our normal lives that we can like go up and we can touch it and we can take pictures with it. This is true. The 66 Batmobile is, whenever I see it, it is in pristine, beautiful mm, condition. Mm, mm, mm. And it's like, it's. I love the, the, the combination of the red and the black. The big, like, awesome bat logos on the on the doors, the the the, the blowtorch in the back, the fact that it actually did most of the things, yeah, like that they said it could do, like you could. It's flip, tangible. Yeah, you could flip actual toggles, and those things actually did things when you flipped them. Mm-hmm. There's something about like the real tangibility, like you said, of the uh, for for a Batmobile that makes it a little bit cooler. It's also like, you know, I I love the 89 version. I love all these other versions. I couldn't drive that around in my day-to-day life. It just wouldn't work. It just wouldn't be uh, plausible or even, you know, good. But that, it's a Ford, like a Futura or whatever. I could could drive that around my town, get some coffee and everything, honk it passersby. You could register that freaking thing. You could throw some snow tires on there and you're having a blast. I would, yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure people do. Whenever I see it at conventions, the 89 Batmobile... It always looks like it came out of a storage unit. It is always like really dinged mm. up and it always has like a layer of dust over it somehow. Oh, like, yeah. You got it out here and clean it up a little bit. But I think and I Please. don't think it's dust. I think it's just like in order to make it this black, we can't use automotive paint. It has to be some other paint. I, so like it looks really bad. It's just it didn't hold up. Ultimately. No, but that 66 Batmobile, I think because the real car. Yeah, real car nuts can be like number one. Real car nuts can like it. You know, mm-hmm, the eighty mm-hmm. nine Batmobile is basically like an engine with a bunch of plastic shit on top of it. Yep. The sixty six Batmobile, you, it's a literal car, and uh, so car nuts can be like, I love this car, and I can totally. fix it up and clean it up and make it look good. The eighty nine Batmobile, it's like I don't know how they did that. No, no, it's all movie magic. It's just a bunch of fiberglass. Like, don't hit it against anything. And, and also, too, unlike the DeLoreans, which are all falling to pieces because that car was never meant to last or endure the way it is, that Batmobile people can actually keep and maintain. And people do. And people make whole cottage industries of it. Oh, you have an event? Let me bring my Batmobile there. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the fact is it starts with a car. So, like, all you got to do is buy the stuff to put on the car. So you're mm-hmm. all good to go. Um, I don't I, – I, I know that – I think there was a dude in Australia who had an 89 Batmobile that he, like, drove around. Oh, yeah. Like, took to functions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But uh, I don't think that thing can be street legal here in America. No, I don't think it can be. But it gets people through the door. That's for sure. It's like, man, you see that event over there? They got the freaking Batmobile. We got to check that out. The first real convention I ever attended was a car convention that oh. my dad drug me to. Um, I didn't care about cars. I still kind of <laughs> don't as a as a casual person, like as a fan of things. I don't care about cars too much. They're not like I don't get excited about them. I get excited about other people getting excited about them. Like I have a buddy who's, like, who's a car guy, and I love his enthusiasm for them. And I find that my interest in cars stems from his enthusiasm for them. Mm-hmm. So like I would never look twice at an '83 RX-7, but because he loves that car. Mm-hmm. And, it, and has it ascribed so much relevancy to it. I love it too. And when I see it, I'm like, hey, did you know that as a rotary engine? Do you know how to rotary uh, engines work? And I like can tell you everything about that car, even though I don't give a shit about it. I do the exact same thing. And in fact, in my youth, my dad also drugged me to a show I didn't care about. Only it was a boat show, not a car show. He was more of a boat guy than a car guy. A boat show must be really depressing because like there's there's no way it's going to be like the boat show takes place at the docks. You can actually have water nearby. Like, yep. No, it's just boats that are not doing the thing they're supposed to be doing. So Absolutely. Surrounded by old men just looking at it and going, mm-hmm, yep, mm, yep. Mm, that's my boat, yep, uh, cashed my whole pension on that one, boats. Yep. The one the one thing I remember about the boat show, and I was dragged there several times, they had these great big chewy pretzels there. <laughs> that was the one thing. Um, <laughs> but they just won't quit. They got these big <laughs> chewy pretzels. Five dollars. Get out of here. Get out of here. That's it. That's my review of the boat show. Everyone, big chewy pretzels. Yeah, these big chewy pretzels. Yeah, my my dad drug me to the to the auto show, and the only way he got me through the door, he says the Batmobile will be there. Oh shit, that's a pretty good incentive. So I went, and sure enough, the '89 Batmobile was there along with, like, a life-size mannequin wearing the Michael Keaton Batman suit. <laughs> Not a dude in a Batman costume like they would do today. Like a crappy statue. <laughs> and there it was, and I'm like, can I touch it? And they're like, absolutely not. <laughs> can I get into it? No, you may not. Oh, and, and now my dad is dragging me away from it. This was not worth the 45-minute-long drive to the Javits. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> like... Yeah, just not enough. That's the thing. And for me, it's like the Batmobile. Cool, not enough. You got to have Batman or something involved in there in some way. Mm-hmm. It must have been fulfilling, though. To, you know, years from now, I'm going to come back to the Javits Center again, and I'm going to see all the cars from all the things I like, and I'm going to stand there for as long as I want and sometimes get pictures. This is true. I, I don't think I've ever taken a picture with a Batmobile. I think... I had, I think, uh, two years ago, I took a picture of the '89 Batmobile at the Gardens, no, at the East Coast Comic Con in like Sea Caucus or whatever. Um, it, you can check my Instagram.com/slash official. It's probably in there somewhere. But yeah. like, they charge money. Oh yeah. To sit in a car. Oh yeah, it's a it's a cottage industry, man. If you can keep and maintain that car, you can make a decent chunk of change bringing it around to events. It's why you've never the only car you've ever seen me in front of is the Ecto One, mm. and it was because I, it, it the other person in that photo is Ernie Hudson. Like I'm <laughs> two things if I'm gonna pay for, it. and I fit like me and Ethan and Ben and Tiffany into it. So it's like it, <laughs> uh, uh, we're all gonna chip in for the fifteen dollars it costs to get a photo with this stupid car. By the way, I love the Ecto-1. That's one of my, that's one of the cars, like, if I could drive it around forever, one of them would be the Ecto-1. 
another truly iconic one and another one that you can actually maintain and drive around. That's the thing. And I, I think the fact, uh, once again, like if it's if it's uh, tangible, if I can see it, touch it, mess with it, yes, I, uh, I think I like it more. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, weapons on the Batmobile, they only got bigger and more horrible and, uh, and, and, and uh, people killing as the movies progressed. Uh, although I gotta say, like the the '89 Batmobile had the had the machine guns and the blowtorch, then Schumacher takes over. It becomes a goddamn electric shaver. Yep. Uh, and then it can drive up walls. Yeah, it could drive up walls. And then uh, what's it called? Um, Nolan takes over mm-hmm. and makes it into an all-terrain assault vehicle, which is it's literally a tank. It's literally a tank, which by the way is basically an homage. So I'll take it to the Dark Knight Returns Batmobile. Where it was also literally a tank. Just literally a tank with gigantic tires. Um, this, the the Dark Knight Returns Batmobile is not a Batmobile. No. It is a freaking tank. Yes. It is designed to, like, kill people and drive over mm-hmm. people and stuff. It's just a nightmare. Um, <laughs> Rubber bullets. Uh... Honest. <laughs> but that was a perfect, but, like, when you saw the Tumblr, in the no, in Batman Begins, mm-hmm. you were like, "Oh yeah, this is oh, as close as we're gonna get to it." That's the Dark Knight Returns Batmobile. That's cool. Like, all does, right, I'll give you that. And you know, does what? it come in black? It can. I can <laughs> have my guys paint it black. It's cool. I got it. Yeah. Like it's weird. It's like it. It's not as sleek as I would have expected. No. But it's also like trying to ground itself in some kind of reality. It's very much of the time and of the series it was made in. Yeah. Uh, the fact is, you can also drive it and take it to conventions and look at it. I've also seen that. In fact, I think I have a picture of me in front of that at Fan Expo many years ago <laughs> when I worked with my last outfit. And the Tumblr holds a special place in my heart because in Dark Knight, when it crashes mm. and then Batman blasts out of it mm. uh, on the Bat Pod or the yeah, we can't call it a bat cycle. It's a bat pod. But the, when he blasts out of that bat pod, I remember in the theater going, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was pretty awesome. Because it felt pretty comic book, didn't it? It's like, that's okay. This has extra things. Yeah. Well, it felt like Batman. Like, I'm actually prepared for this. And it was a genuine, like, it worked. It didn't look weird. It didn't look like they added it later. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I could imagine him in it going like, that's a really big tire. Can I connect it to the back tire and turn it into a freaking motorcycle? And I mean, like, I guess. Lucius is like, I guess. It'll cost you about $6 million to do that, and you only get one of them. He's like, done. <laughs> I'm rich and don't know what to do with my money. <laughs> hey, Bruce, you know, you could attack the root causes of crime, maybe open some more soup. No, 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 bat cycle. I want a bat cycle. Well, it's not technically a motorcycle then. W- what is it then? Uh, a pod? I guess. And can it have machine guns on the wheels? I guess. Now, as far as, like, the Dark Knight Rises Batmobile, the Bat... Oh, yeah. Well, boo. <laughs> just call it the Bat Plane. Just call it the Bat Foil. Nope, they just called it the Bat. Which I think is a reference to Da Vinci's painting of his flying machine that was also called the Bat, but whatever. Straight up is. and it, But it looks like a, like... It looks like if Optimus Prime banged the Bat... Mobile. Boy, does it ever. It became this, like, this, I don't know, mirror universe shattered thing. It's just like, it flies. Sure. 
it's also around that point in Dark Knight Returns. No, seriously, take us seriously. You know, Dark Knight Rises, we're a very important movie. We're very serious. But look at this flying machine. <laughs> yeah, but we also think it'd be cool. Our toy people are really mad at us because they have no idea how to make it. Yeah. But whatever. Um, incidentally, it's funny how, you know, comics inform the movies, inform the comics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The book, The Cult informed Dark Knight Rises in a huge way, but they don't do any attempt, I think because basically it's like a bigger version of the Batmobile from the Tumblr era, uh, but like the one, the, if you've ever seen the Batmobile in the cult, it is trying to be an homage to the Dark Knight Returns Batmobile mm. while also being more badass and cool, <laughs> and so if you look at it, it's basically just a giant monster truck with rocket launchers on it, yeah. It's like the size of a building with like the <laughs> tiniest little capsule for Batman and Robin to fit into. Well, Batman needs that for when he takes on his greatest foe, Truckosaurus. It looks like it's built for that. And the reason why it is built for that, by the way, is because it needs to be able to drive over like huge man-made uh, blockade structures. Mm-hmm. It is so ridiculous. But I got to give an honorable mention to it because what the crap. And no one mm. usually has ever seen this damn thing. Because nothing else looks like that. Nothing looks like this. It looks basically like if I don't know how to drive, draw a car, and I just want, I, but I do know how to drive, draw a tire. <laughs> yeah, so we call Sun- it a grave digger. <laughs> yeah, which which is the name of another famous monster truck. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Exactly. Bat- Batman and Grave Digger in a sumo match. It looks crazy, <laughs> and like why? But like I'm gonna give it a shout because I really like the cult. But like, good God in heaven, um. So, yeah, it's funny how, like, then they were like, okay, after the movies are done, what are we going to do? And, in fact, like, the, the, the Jim Lee-inspired bat suit that Snyder had Batman wear in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. They're like, oh, cool, they're going to go comic book with it. But they still want to make it kind of ground in reality. I get you. I'm, I'm, I'm hip. And then mm-hmm. they unveiled the, no, or the Zack Snyder Batmobile, which is a pretty decent version of, like, a car... And the yeah. tumbler. Yeah. And then it breaks out the weapons. Yeah, and you're like, wait, what? And then he uses it to like just indiscriminately murder everybody. Yep. Um, I gotta tell you, do, like objectively speaking, regardless of how it violates the sanctity of Batman's like rules. Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you think of the Batman versus Superman Batmobile? Again, it looks like a Batmobile. You know, my my thing for stuff like that is, can I look at this with no prior knowledge and be able to tell, yep, that's a Batmobile, and I can tell that is most definitely a Batmobile. I agree. I think it it's it manages to, I think, answer some of the questions or some of the critiques people had about the Tumblr, where it's like, eh, it's got it's a little over design. It's got this like weird like it's got these weird jagged panels on them for some reason. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it still makes it look like a sexy car. Yeah, it's kind of got like that whole like European speedster roadster kind of thing where it's like, you know, the the top is kind of flat and kind of down so we can take corners better. Right, exactly. Um, but it also has the ability to Trojan horse some huge sick weapon. On it too. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm going to share an image of it right now. It Please do. It looks it, like this is, by the way, I think a Sideshow Collectibles version of it. But like that's basically like t- saying I took a photo of it because Sideshow Collectibles has friggin' amazing shit. Um, yeah, it really does. We are not Expensive. by them, but we can be Sideshow Collectibles. <laughs> please, please. Because God in heaven, do I love your stuff. But like, 
it looks basically like another ver- you know what's funny like the cynical person in me tells me you know what this probably is it's a previous version of the tumbler that got that they just found and dug out and they're like well this will work yeah where they're like okay they're not ready for the nolan verse to be over yeah but we like and so we'll we'll kind of like give you a little bit of an homage to it because it's not like this is not a comic book batmobile no but it very much resembles for me the telltale batmobile yes it looks much closer to that which that's the thing too it's like we're seeing less and less radically different batmobiles as time go on they're all kind of you know distillations and crystallations of stuff that's come before completely that's exactly right um Gone are the days where you get like crazy looking stuff where they're like, I don't, I don't know. I just wanted to draw this or like, how about this movie studio tells you to draw like this crap, you know, like, yeah, um, I was thinking about other like Batmobiles that like you don't really get to see or that are homages to older ones. There's one where it's like, they'll never make this into a movie. It'll never be in the movie, even though it's a beautiful recreation of the shit you'd see in the comics. It was on Batman Brave and the Bold. Uh-huh. It was this gorgeous version, which has pretty much every version of the Batmobile that I like in it. It has the red from the 66 Batmobile. It's got the battering ram bat head oh. on the front of the 40s. It's got the fin, even though it can't put the fins on the sides. So it's got no, but top, it gets one. Which, by the way, they also managed to inf- infuse into the Batman Forever Batmobile. They got that fin. They it's did. That, like, there's all these in- these lights for no good freaking reason. Hmm. You know, I, I don't think I ever really gave this one a look over before, but you're right. This this one's hitting a lot of the notes for me. Right? It, it's just, it says, it screams Batman, but it also says, like, it's cool, and it also, you believe that it could, like, bust out armored tires or shoot mm. cool missiles or turn into a robot or whatever you want it to do. It could definitely become, even, yeah, though, the, it, even though it's simple. Yeah, you just can't beat black with red accents, that's for sure. I completely agree. I remember as a kid in school, my colors were blue and orange. My neighboring school was black and red. And damn, did I want to go to that school just for those colors. You got the mean machine colors. Yeah, there's something to be said about black black with red accents. And uh, the, the, the Batman Brave and the Bold animated Batmobile is baller. Very, very solid. Yeah, I don't think I ever really gave this one a look until now. I gotta say, now I now I feel silly for not giving it a chance. Right? It's pretty cool. That it's actually a great microcosm of the show itself, which was like after Batman the Animated Series, after Justice League Unlimited, they were like, We're gonna do another Batman show. Oh, after the Batman, they're like, We're gonna do a bat another Batman show. Comedic actor Diedrich Bader, who played like the Everything. The hilarious karate guy in Napoleon Dynamite and like Drew Carey's best friend in the Drew Carey show. And uh, Lawrence from uh, Office Space. Like he's going to voice Batman and we're going to do like it's going to be like a Batman in like a Batman team up show. And I was like, no, thanks. And sure enough, it was awesome. Yeah. Long after it went off the air, it was really cool. Did a lot of like this Batmobile. It does like all these beautiful homages and, and, and references and stuff. Um, I think Kevin Conroy plays the Batman of Zurana in that show. Yes, he does. And I think, uh, what is it? Didn't they have a great episode, Chill in the Night, where they got like Julie Newmar and Adam West back to play his uh, mom and dad? Yes. Just like, oh, that's also where the Birds of Prey car- uh, song comes from. Mm, that's right. Uh, he really drives us bats and all the Doogie Howser music meister stuff. Yes, that's right. 
Um, just really, really, just a, just a, a really fun show that I say give it another shot because like I certainly didn't. Did um, did Injustice have a Batmobile? I want to say it did. It has to have. You mean in the game? In the game or in the long running comic? Okay, yeah, here we go. Injustice Two. Uh, it looks very Megatron. It looks like someone killed Megatron and turned him into a Batmobile. Well, I believe the Batman would have done that. Um, <laughs> I've seen different versions of it. I'll pull one up because I uh, there's like one where it's like, behold, <laughs> the Batmobile in Injustice. Um, I think the only way you'd see it is when he does his like cutscene moves. That's right. Yeah, when he's over with it. <laughs> that's right. You only see it for a split second. I see. I knew it was somewhere. And then in the sequel, he was it hits you, and then he gets the bat plane to come and shoot you. Yeah. Now that said, this looks like every version of the Batmobile from the last like ten years. Kind of does. It looks like the 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 Batman vs Superman Batmobile. It looks like the Telltale Batman Batmobile. It does kind of look a little bit more like the Brave and the Bold one with, like, the, the receded windshield, the more mm. prominent front uh, hood. I, li- I like the exhaust ports. It's rocking. Oh, yeah. those Well, because it's also a train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's whatever you need it to be. The, the fact is, like, for me, ultimately, the criteria for a good Batmobile is it has to be a Batmobile that... Where it, where it's driven by a Batman who isn't ashamed to be Batman. Yes, absolutely. Where it's like, yeah, I'm Batman. I spend billions of dollars on my branding, and I want to <laughs> look like a total badass when I show up. Yep. Sometimes that means I, I drop a smoke bomb in, a, in an enclosed room. <laughs> Other times that means that I drive in a, like, impossible to drive an impossibly expensive car. Yep. But it has to look really cool. Um, Only really cool. Yeah. But like when it becomes when it's a car or a tank or like, I mean, and when I just say like a regular car or a tank, it's like, eh, whatever, I guess that's fine. And this is where the Batman keeps his change in case he needs to drive the bus (laughs) (laughs) or in case Batman needs to go through like a toll booth or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They never explained that. Does Batman just have workarounds for that? Because you figure he's got to be hitting some toll booths at some point. I assume he has like a secret easy pass. Oh, there you go. And when he leaves it, you know he can't always properly park it in the right space. What what meter maid is brave enough to put a ticket on the Batmobile? I have to assume they've done that before. <laughs> That's got to be a story there. And that guy becomes the villain, the meter maid. Yeah, he's that would be actually a great like fun if you were just going for like humor subplot mm. where like Batman always gets ticketed by the same meter maid. Yeah. And he and and, the, and people are like, dude, like Ralph, what are you doing with this meat? With this, with, with like, why? You, it's like you have a personal vendetta against Batman. He's like, yo, <laughs> it's the law. He always parks illegally. <laughs> he always pays it on time. Yeah, and he never contests it. He is, my, yeah, he's putting my kids through college. Like exactly. That would be the perfect. It's like, dude, do you just follow Batman around everywhere he goes and waits till he breaks a, a parking lot? Yep. Yeah. Even if he parks and, legally, he's still going to pay the bill. And then he goes like even during like, you know, no man's land and Joker gas attacks and during like the worst moments in Gotham history during crises, yeah. He's still there to write tickets. <laughs> yeah. No, he will never stop. He's like the Terminator. Dude, I think I think we just sold a, a backup in a book there, Sal. I think we just sold it right there. Yeah, the meter maid. I don't think Cut. they call them that anymore. 
No, I think, yeah, I guess that's not a term anymore. Hey, you know where we could put that story? In Detective Comics number 1000, they're going to need a bunch of different writers to tell a bunch of different uh, anthology tales. Let's pitch that one. Absolutely. And you'll know, be great. You know, uh, you have this whole thing. And then, like, when it ends, Batman finally, he's, like, waiting in the car. He's hiding on top of the building <laughs> over it. And they're writing the ticket. And then, like, uh, Batman like, swoops down. And he's like, enough! And then the meter maid, like, takes off their hat and, like, reveals their flowing, beautiful, like, red or blonde hair. Oh. And he, she's hot and gorgeous. And she's like, finally, I've, I've, been wanting to, I've been wanting to meet you face to face for a long time. And you're like... Oh my god, like Batman's girlfriend is a meter man. Like, <laughs> it works better than Catwoman. <laughs> That's true. Uh, let's jump into some of the super chats because we haven't had a chance to talk about them for a while. Uh, yes. Joshua Wright, the Dark Knight Returns Bat Tank was only cool when it rescued Carrie Keller in Dark Knight 3. Mm. Uh, also, can we get some love for the Lego movie Batmobile? Oh, yeah, that was also a fun one, too. And that was another one that basically was a Transformer that because it was Lego, it could do anything. That's right. Uh, and and it, it, I think it has the dual fins. It it basically looks it, it upholds the tradition of the old uh, or of the current trend of Batmobiles uh, while also being distinctly Batmobile-y. Um, yeah. I like the Bat Tank in anything. Um, I don't like the flying one from Dark Knight 2. Mm. Um, but it looks like the 1940s one anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, the Terror of Death is a couple super chats. Uh, the first of which, the Batman Brave and the Bold Batmobile can also turn into a mech suit. So oh, does, oh. does do the mech. Um, he also says, I missed his last super chat, which is now felonious. Uh, but thank you, Terror of Death, anyway. We do appreciate it. And Quantum Kakarato saying, Thoughts on the Batmobile from the Batman cartoon. The Batman cartoon. Like, oh, the Batman, yeah. Batman. Yeah, I I never really watched that one. The oh. Batman. It's funny. It was a pretty decent show. It tried hard to like be fun and cool. It succeeded sometimes. I was always very captivated by the um, the implication of the Batman versus Dracula animated movie that you always saw mm. like in the DVD section of a Walmart. Yeah, 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 always. And I was like, wow, they like they made a whole movie about this. Like, whatever. The show was like. I, it only blipped on my radar when I would see the show uh, combine the Justice League with Batman. Which I think was the last season was all Justice League. Exactly. Also, I think like Batgirl is the uh, is, is like the is is his sidekick before Robin or something. Yeah, she was the first sidekick and uh, Dick came later. And I want to say it's because of the Bat embargo and because of Teen Titans. <laughs> I think they also experimented with different types of villains because they just didn't want to retread the Tim stuff. So you got like Dr. Phosphorus and Hugo Strange. Yep. And uh, Professor Pig, I think, was on that show as well. Oh, right on. You know, what? Oh, no, yeah. he, he might have been on Beware the Batman. Yes, he was where they just made him into eco poison ivy. God, Beware the Batman had a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. One of the biggest problems for me was be with Beware the Batman was that I didn't watch the fucking thing. I, I had to watch it for review purposes, and every episode, I'm like, they're just making lateral moves. This is a show entirely made of lateral moves. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about the blue in this one. Makes me think, like, this would be Dick Grayson's Nightwing Batmobile. Yeah, it's, um, I think it's just, I think it's just a toy. Yeah. I think it has that problem. Um, you, you notice that, that none of his sidekicks want a car? Oh, but they did. In the 90s, Robin desperately wanted a car because he was, uh, it's funny, he was always, he, they had to keep him, like, young. Mm -hmm. Because his dad was a paraplegic, they had 
he had a special license where he could oh. get his driver's license early because he could then drive his dad around. Right, right. The Redbird was the car that Batman bestowed upon Robin, Tim Drake. How do I not remember this? This because sounds it great. Sucked. <laughs> I guess. Because it was dumb. Because Bat because he never drove the damn thing, and when he did, it was like it immediately was destroyed. But like the Redbird I think it was just a straight up like nineties cool sports car, but it was red and it had his hit at his awesome nineties rad logo on it. Right, of course. It's and it always seemed like Dick Grayson and Barbara, they were always more fans of their bikes. They always seemed like bike people. That's the thing. They're like the the Robins were always sleeker and more subtle, and so mm. as a result they needed to like get by uh in they they needed something that, that represented that that element of their character. And I think I think motorcycles are definitely part of it. Mm. I mean, unless you want to go with uh, roller skates, you know. That's it. Plus, you know, Dick and Barbara, whenever they ride on their motorcycles, you can always, uh, what is it, hint at their relationship. Because it's like, oh, cool, I get to ride behind you and give you a hug for 20 minutes until we get wherever we're going. No uh, no argument there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, that those are just a couple of our favorites. What Like, if, if you had to pick the top, like, three or four most iconic Batman Batmobiles... Mm. From the list we gathered, what do you think they'd be? Oh, that's a rough one, man. That's rough. I mean, uh, Batman the Animated Series, obviously at the top because it's so slick and it ties together so many versions that I like. Mm-hmm. Plus, plus, hey, it has an amazing figure. That also helps. Yep. Uh, probably in terms of just craziness, and again, because I learned something, probably the cult one because it's a goddamn monster truck and no one, <laughs> no one ever tried to do that again. No, it's true. So that's one of a kind. So you got to give it credit for being one of a kind. Yeah. And I get, and I guess I'll put the brave and the bold one in there because I learned something about that too that I never really gave it a chance. And I'm like, oh wow, that looks better than I thought. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, I'm gonna actually make this a thing where it's like, what's the coolest car? The animated series, the cult one, or the one from Brave and the Bold? I'll make it a straw poll and I'll drop nice. it on Twitter, which of course you can follow me. Uh, on uh, twitter.com slash sal says what you can follow joel at twitter.com slash cape joel mm-hmm. uh and uh, and i'm also going to drop it in the chat here as well uh just because i think it'd be kind of fun to extend the conversation a little bit into some it, it is you know into a little uh, interactivity mm-hmm. most definitely but uh yeah so let us know in the comments down below this episode what was your favorite batmobile not the most iconic not like the the coolest one not the most functional your favorite Batmobile. personal favorite uh, before we go i'm just going to address a few super chats um quantum uh no we talked about him uh the terror of death most of the members of the bat family tend to drive motorcycles it's true mm-hmm. um, and mr Roboto, 60s batmobile is his favorite uh i don't blame you there sir um that is definitely one of my favorites as well um, so we're going to make this a little super ch- or another uh, little straw poll, throw it in the chat, and uh, we'll see you guys next time with another episode of the Elseworlds Exchange. Thank you so much for watching, and thank you, as, as always, Joel, for joining me here on the show today. Pleasure. We'll see you guys next time with another episode. I'm Sal. I'm Joel. So long, everybody. Oh.